What's going on, everyone? Hunter Doyle from Philly Insider Podcast here. Got Sanjay George here. And we have another special guest today, Ryan Newsel, offensive lineman from Appalachian State um, or Appalachian. Thank you for joining us, man. I mean, I'm just going to read off some of your accomplishments. 2021 NFL Draft Prospect, that's a huge accomplishment to get to this point. Uh, PFF's second all-team college last year. Um, eighth highest graded left guard in 2019, I believe. Top 100 college player by PFF this year and an NFLPA bowl invite. Just we're, We were so impressed. <laughs> I mean, you have a great resume, and we want to congratulate you on everything you've accomplished so far, and, and just thank you for this opportunity. So first off, tell us how you're doing, man, and also if you want to give a little promo. I know you got some new merch out, so if you want to get a little promo in there, I can put the link in the description for everyone. You know, I'm just uh, happy to be here. You know, anytime I can get anything really to just get my name out there, just a little more, just do anything like this, it's a really big deal for me. 100%. Well, we've, we've got some get-to-know-you questions just to just to start off, just to break the ice a little bit. So, um, got to ask you, man, favorite cereal? Ooh. Favorite cereal, I think I got to go with uh, Cocoa Krispies. I think that's <laughs> definitely a answer. Here. Can't go wrong. All right. Favorite play to block for? Almost every lineman I've heard has when we ask wide receivers what their favorite route to run sometimes is. Lineman, what's your favorite play to block for? I would say um, it's 26 G pull. So that's basically where I'm pulling off the from left guard, cleaning up kind of what's on, spilling off the right side. We usually do that like fourth and short, third and goal, like really short yardage plays. And it's always fun because they're never expecting it because we're not really a power team. Right. I got you. All right. Song you could listen to on repeat. Hmm. Really, I got to go with uh, Corday, his whole next album that he just released. I got to go with basically almost most of the songs on that track. It's really good. <laughs> right. Love that. And then another football related question. Who's, who's one NFL defensive lineman who you look forward to playing against at some point, whether it be Aaron Donald or someone else? That's really tough. Because, I mean, there's so many next level D linemen, but right. I'd have to say probably probably JJ Watt. Just it would just be ah. so it would just be so like so great to just be on that level with him in that stage and just always like looked up to how inspirational that guy is and just what he does for his community and everything. And right. the fact that he's just an amazing NFL player as well doesn't help at all. <laughs> that man is a beast. Yeah. But all right. We got a little get to know you out of the way. Let's start getting into the meat of this interview, my man. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey. How did you get into football? Um, I got into football basically just from a young age. My parents really wanted me active, so they basically threw me at every sport possible and just found out what stuck. And um, football and basketball stuck mainly, so I focused on those two growing up. And once I got to high school, it was pretty obvious I wasn't going anywhere for basketball. But football is just – I don't like, know. You look like you could pull up for a three. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could, but I played uh, small forward in high school. So I was still pretty agile. I just didn't really have the size and measurables to go anywhere next level. But football really just opened up that opportunity and the door to get to the college level for me. I got you. And, again, you just talked about the college level. That recruiting process is never an easy thing, man. You got decisions to make. You got people to choose from. You got to like check out the colleges, the campuses. What team is a fit for you? 
what went into your decision for attending Appalachian State? Um, I mean, the first thing was just the campus. The campus is next level. It's so nice up there. And just everything is – everything's what I was looking for. I wanted somewhere a little more up north. I'm from South Florida, so I wanted to kind of get away. And that was the perfect opportunity to where it was in North Carolina. And it wasn't too far up north, but it still was a little more northern for me. And really just the coaches. From there, like the coaches are really just – really good people and great coaches. Like they really care for you and that you get really the best teaching around. And as you've seen over the past like years, like these coaches want to be an app. They're not always just looking for the next tier stepping stone. Got you. That sounds like you made the best decision for you, man. But now obviously taking the next step, what will you remember most about your time at Appalachian? I got to say the guys up front with me. Um, I played, I mean, every game I played with Noah Hand in our center. And then until last season, I played every game with our left tackle, Vic Johnson. And just playing next to those two has just been such a blessing. Just we know we always had each other's backs throughout the games. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's really it really is like a group effort with that offensive line. I know like during the games and stuff, a lot of people like to point out specific players, but like it really does come down to the group. Um, also going along with the football side of it, do you kind of view yourself as a left guard at the next level? I know you started there, I believe, your last 44 games at App. And um, can you play other offensive line positions if needed? Oh, yeah. I played a center a lot this year. or Not a lot, but anytime we needed it or if we were, mm -hmm. like, blowing teams out, I'd just get some center reps. Um, when we played Campbell week three, I played the whole second half at center. So I'm definitely able to be just basically labeled as an interior lineman. So I can cover like any of those three positions. Yeah, that's important. Like at the NFL level right now, a big thing is cross training offensive linemen. It's important to have that versatility and be able to play at a few different spots because that's how you're going to get playing time for the next level. Elton Jenkins is the dude for the Packers who's really been doing that this last year, right? Yeah, he started. And, yeah. I believe he started like every position, right? Yeah, the Patriots rookie that they just got, uh, Michael. Agnupo or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's started every single position on the offensive line. He's got significant reps in those. Wow. So, I mean, that was really cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's huge. And also going along with that, we talked about the recruiting process a little bit. I know you're one, you're one high school teammate, uh, Jacob Huseman, I believe. Um, you know, he's, he's been able to start at some points and get in the lineup. How cool has it been to just be on the same field as him at times when he has been called upon? You know, it was always good um, going up to basically going up to North Carolina. Like I didn't know, but anybody came in with 20 other guys, but just having that one guy that I knew grew up with and just came from my area was definitely really good to have. Yeah, for sure. It's always, it's always comforting to go out there. I went out to my college without any friends, you know, definitely <laughs> a little bit nervous. It's nice to have someone, you know, with you. Um, and also um, tell us a little bit about your play style. Like, do you feel you're better in pass pro or run blocking or pretty pretty good in both and also you feel like you're pretty you talk about power runs you feel like you're a pretty athletic guard who can pull when needed or is that something you're kind of looking to work on at the next level um I would think my I don't know I'm, I'm pretty balanced as it is run block and pass block mm -hmm. I definitely prefer to pass block it's a little easier you know you know you don't have to move them they have to try to move you a little right. reverse in the roles but um I mean my pulling definitely has to improve. I didn't get a lot of game reps or anything like that. So we were an outside zone, inside zone scheme. So we didn't really run much power. I only pulled like probably like 15 or 20 times in my career. 
So it's definitely something I can work on. But, I mean, my play style is basically just like a zone scheme. Gotcha. Well, our, our Eagles here run a zone, a zone scheme as well. So we'd love to have you. <laughs> we do the plug for every single prospect we bring on here, Ryan. We got to understand we really do need all of you. Like everyone we interview for the most part, we got a lot of holes to fill on this team. We could use all of you out here. But moving on, football starts in the film room. Film room. So with that being said, are there any NFL defensive linemen who you like either just study or even just admire, which you like to watch their film? Um, no, I can't, can't say I really looked much at like pro film and really honed it on that. And usually it was just opponent scout and self scout throughout the years. I got you. Oh, nothing wrong with that. You got plenty of time when you get to the pros yourself to watch those guys. Right. But you definitely have this. We ask every player, this favorite play in a game. We've heard it all. And for some players, they even list a play that they made in practice. So if you want to, you can list one of those too. And any specific pancake block? Because I know for offensive linemen, that's the one-hand catch. That's the running back, hit stick, spin move. Let us know, man. What's your favorite play? Um, I would say my favorite play was 2019 championship game versus ULL. We ran a, um, we ran a power – not a power, more of like a counter where I pulled and I just went um, to the second level kind of bypassed the DN and went up to linebacker and linebacker spilled. And I just like, I got a clean block on him while he's trying to come up field and just pancaked him to the side and running back cut it right off my butt and like 15 yard touchdown. And I'd have to say my favorite practice play was um, we were just running third down situations and um, it was just a pass play and we were pass protecting. And one of the DNs batted the ball down on someone else and the ball went free and the middle linebacker picked it off. And I literally like dove and like basically got a PBU on him. It's pretty fun. nice. <laughs> That's awesome. And I mean, ULL is a pretty good program to do it against too. Like good competition over there in the Sun Belt. Um, and also you, you hinted at, you know, playing up front with your guys and how special that's been. Talk to us about the importance of just being on the same page as everyone communicating pre-snap. Cause you know, obviously the center is pointing out stuff, but just, making sure you guys are all honed in mentally. Oh, that's, that's everything. One of the biggest sayings my coach, Coach Clark, would say is if we're all wrong, we're all right. If basically the O-line is just on the same page, that things will go right, even if we're blocking the entirely different scheme than what we're supposed to. If we identify it one way and all block it that way, it'll, something will open up. So that's the main thing. It's just getting on the same page with everybody. And that really came – really easy throughout college because I was able to play four years with Noah and three years with Vic, our left tackle. So it was really easy to just build a very nice chemistry with them. Love to hear it. You know, we have to watch our team go through a different offensive line every single week almost. (laughs) So we, we, we understand the continuity point. We really do. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I liked what you said that if everyone is wrong, they're right too. I like that saying, Um, but also going on with, individual offensive linemen like you can have all the size in the world but if you don't know the fundamentals and the technique like it doesn't matter at the end of the day right you've got to know the the little thing so kind of walk us through some of those basic fundamentals like things that you really work on cam placement footwork whether or just getting better with zoom blocking stuff like that oh yeah one of the main things we preach is um basically it's called planting the grenade so you like squeeze your elbow in 
So like outside zone, when we're blocking front side, you never want them to beat back across your face. So the main thing is like keeping your hand in and you want to, you want to like get them right, like plant the grenade, like right here. Right. So they can't basically cross your face back in and make the tackle. So something like that's really a main focus. And then another thing is just basically just getting your hands ready on pass, blow, like pass pro. You want to have your hands ready to shoot. You don't want to have them down and you really don't want to be caught with out using your hands. I got you. And right now we're getting to talk to you about who you are right now, obviously your prospects for the future, but it's a step. It's a journey. And throughout that journey, we know everyone's in their life journey, got obstacles. They got to overcome. They got adversity. They got to work through. And for athletes, sometimes it's some of the worst because on top of regular life and everything normal people got to deal with, you got to deal with athletic issues on top of that. So what's an example of like some adversity you've had to overcome and how did you go about it? So um, I came in, uh, I played high school, I played tight end and D end, and I also served as their team's punter. And Beast. I got recruited basically for center at the next level from app. And I knew I was going to play center, so I had to gain some weight. I got in there in 2016, and they had their guy, fifth-year senior. Like, I knew I wasn't going to go in and beat him out. He's a four-year starter. So I just had to go and go in behind him, start, like, learning the offense, ran scout team my first year. And then in the spring, it was my chance. I was running with the ones, a veteran O-line group at that time, um, like three, four-year starters basically at every position. And I was getting the reps. I did the whole spring, felt good about it. And then in the fall, um, Noah Hannon, who beat me out in the center, coming in as a true freshman, he actually beat me out our fall camp. And it really, it was a blessing in disguise, but it, it really hurt at that time. Like, I mean, I've always worked for everything and never really had, not obstacles, but I was always better or like had the next step above people. So I never really had to deal with that. But it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a wake up call and instead of just putting my head down and like pouting about it. I continued to practice. Like when I got the reps, the twos, I, I still went hard. I still gave my all, tried to know, you just never know if he got hurt or something happened and I'm the next man up. Well, that season we had a lot of trouble at left guard. Our left guard was underperforming a lot and it was kind of like a revolving door between two at that position. And finally, Coach Clark at the time had enough and he wanted to try something new. So he threw me in at left guard, I think game six of that year. And then luckily I performed well, I knew my job and it stuck ever since. I got you. Love to hear it, man. Especially being able to respond the way you did. Like right. you mentioned, not putting your head down, keeping it up and working even harder to get to where you are now. But where you are now, the draft process, my man. What's it like? Let us know. It's really different. Um, you know, I'm training for pro day or the combine, and that's not really what O-linemen do. We don't open up in stride. We don't really get to that top speed, stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole different load of training than what would be applicable for football. So it's, it's just something you have to get used to, and it's something that's definitely coming day by day, getting a lot better at. Before we go into our next question real quick, I have to ask. I have to ask. What do you think your 40 is going to be? <laughs> this would be a light. My 40 in high school was pretty good. I ran a 495 at top speed. Okay. Ooh. You know, I'm a lot heavier since then. So <laughs> I'd say I'd say I'd probably get a 
probably five one five one five. All right. And good for good for offensive line right there. I mean, personally, I think we both think you could run a four three. We're a little more confident in you than yourself. We are. <laughs> but talking about you, you mentioned the combine. I mean, no combine this year. Um, unfortunately, it got canceled. And um, I mean, it's tough right now, like with COVID and everything. Like it's been a weird draft process the past, well, last year and this year um, thus far. I know. And just tell us a little bit about how you've been able to continue to stay in shape and stay prepared, and also just stay motivated throughout this. Um, luckily, I've been set up with a good training facility. I get one on one instead of like big group so it kind of limits the exposure aspect of that so i'm lucky with that and then just really just staying staying put almost like it's a little different this year because if i was able to like if i was infected or like contact trace or anything that's two out of my eight weeks of training that i have to sit out Mm. so it's kind of just sitting put and just being able to just kind of lay low during this process yeah, for sure. And that's not always the easiest thing to do either, but it's always good to, to be responsible. And also, we talked a lot about your game. What's like the biggest thing you're looking to improve upon as you head to this next level? Um, I would say definitely my pass pro. I've been saved a lot of times by like my grip strength for people, but there's definitely a few things I need to tweak up. Like I, I tend to have a tendency to lean a little bit. Sometimes I can get beat on like a club swim, stuff like that. But I've been, I've always been a little, a little more athletic. So I've been able to recover from it. But, you know, going to the next level, it might not be that easy. Right. Those, swim, those swim moves can be nasty sometimes, man. The swim. But next level, man, like you said, going to the next level, the locker room. It's a big part of the game. You've been playing football for a long time, like you said. So I'm sure you know. The locker room is a key part of how you bond as a team, how you get to know the guys you're playing with, obviously. And it sets the tone sometimes for a lot of games. So what are you bringing to an NFL locker room? Um, I'd say I'm bringing definitely a sense of accountability. I mean, I'm one of those guys that have always been, you've been able to count on whether it's inside or outside the locker room. So I'm one of those guys that you always know I'm doing the right things. I'm doing my job, getting in the film room, doing the little things, getting in treatment. So they know I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be basically at my best for when it's my time. But I'm also the guy outside the locker room where if you ever need anything, you ever like just car breaks down, you need someone to pick you up real quick, like anything like that. I'm always the guy you can count on that. Love to hear it. But now Ryan, this is going to be your brag. This is going to be your brag segment. Basically, like we mentioned, we're looking to see you in the league next year. Brag to the audience real quick. What is an NFL team getting if they pick you up? You know, they're getting a, they're getting a high IQ player. That's one of the main things I bring up to the table. When you watch my film, you see me do things that is not really described on, like, camera. You can't say, like, this guy just digged him into the dirt. You can see that I picked up a free safety pirate, or you could see that when the linebackers cross that I picked up the second guy leading up. So the whole clear is like, and then definitely my physicality I bring. I'm one of the nastier players I would say in this draft class where I played to the whistle. I'll hit you in the mouth until that whistle blows. And then usually they hit back afterwards. And I'm definitely one of those guys that controls my emotions. So I don't have any of that stupid 15 yard penalties, but I'll create some. 
A lot of teams are glad to hear that right there. That 15 yard penalties have been, <laughs> they've been all over the league this past year. Yeah, oh, yeah. for real. And again, plugging, plugging our Eagles. I mean, you really bring that Philly mentality with just, I mean, playing to the whistle, like fans will fall in love with that. I know all NFL fans will fall in love with that, that type of mentality, but Ryan, thank you so much for this opportunity, man. We appreciate you coming on and we enjoyed interviewing you and getting to know you a little more. And we're excited to see where the draft process takes you. We're, we're really excited um, to see, to see who takes you as well. Um, we're going to be cheering you on whatever uniform you're in, as long as it's not a Cowboys. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, man, anything you want to say before we sign off? Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. I mean, anytime I get to do this, it's a blessing. Of course, man. Well, that was all we had planned. Thank you everyone who is watching this. Make sure again, you guys go check out his merch on his Instagram. You want to cop some and yeah, that's pretty much all we had planned again. Run, baby, run. Shout out Miles Sanders. Fly goes fly. See you guys later.